This is the Daniel Alonzo Wealth on the Beach podcast. I'm a 20-year entrepreneur, investor, and business coach. I've spoken in front of over 300,000 people and been featured in Success Magazine. I became a millionaire at 24. I saved a million dollars in cash by age 28. And I am going to personally help you get totally, absolutely financially independent by creating massive passive income. Join me now. I always say this, but I mean, am I a lucky guy or am I a lucky guy, huh? I just feel like we are so blessed. I mean, we were kids, man. We were kids. We didn't know nothing about nothing. We never led nothing. We never sold nothing. We never did nothing ever before this deal. And to be able to come in here, this little shy young girl that knew nothing about nothing came from where she came from, in the situation that she came from. And you go, man, look at her now. Is that, is that a, I mean, it, all, it also, yeah, I mean, you got you to give it up to God as well. I mean, come on. I mean, he did a pretty darn good job on that situation. But, but you know, it's just amazing what happens when you got a little bit of faith in your life. And you got a little bit of belief in your life, and you really feel like, you know what, why, why not me, man? Why not me? Why not us? Why can't we have, you know, like, why can't we have nice things, too? Why, why, is, it, why is it everybody else that lives in the nice, uh, you know, homes and, and, and drives the, the great cars, and, and you see them? I, I remember my, my job used to overlook a golf course. And I, and I remember going to work every day and watching all of uh, those people every day. And they'd be playing golf. You're like, what are you doing? I mean, my parents had to go to work every day. My mom got up at 4 o'clock in the morning. My dad got up at 4 o'clock in the morning. Everybody, everybody I knew got up at 4 o'clock in the morning when it was like dark outside. It's like, wait a minute. That ain't right. God made the sun because he's, that, that's when you're supposed to get up, I think. And, but I saw all these people, and they were having a life of freedom and choices. And I'm like, wait a minute. There's got to be a better way. There, there must be a better way than the way everybody else has been doing it. And I'm ready to change that. And we're going to change that today. We're going to make some decisions today. Right or right? We're going to make decisions to ourselves, to our families. I mean, I'm talking not just decisions, but I mean, I'm talking commitments. Commitments. Real, live commitments. Don't make, don't make goals, uh, you know, make commitments. Okay? Make a commitment to your life. Commitment that says, this is what I'm, I'm going to be a better leader. And, and this, is, this is what I'm going to kind of end out with you guys today. I'm going to talk about some principles, okay? I'm going to close out with you on, on leadership and principles and some things that I want to maybe hope, hopefully leave you with. So number one, we're going to build the right culture. You're the leader. You're the, the, the leader stepping into place here. You're going to build the right culture. What's that culture going to look like? That's going to be a culture of standards. 
a culture of excellence. I remember my, my, my baseball coach, we'd, we'd you know, uh, leave the locker room, and I always remember it said, commitment to excellence. And I was raised thinking that, that the only way that my life was going to be better, the only possibility for us to be able to win, is we were going to have to commit to excellence. Now, we're, we're, I don't know if we're ever going to get to perfection, but that's what we're aiming for. I, I want to do everything I do the right way. And I, I, I really think, you know, I, I love what Collis talked about is, is, you know, I mean, when you see the piece of paper on the dang floor, pick it up. You know, it's the little things that you do that make the big difference, okay? Uh, number two, trust in the truth. I think that, that we got to be honest with ourselves a little bit more often. And, and I, I, think, I think my challenge as a leader is sometimes I'm a little bit too honest. And I'm learning uh, from Coach Whittle, just like everybody else in this room, is that we always have to get better at that, but I do believe in the truth. I'd rather you be truthful with me. I'd rather you tell me what I'm doing wrong. That's me personally. I know everybody's different, and we're going to talk about that today. But as the leader, it's okay for you to be truthful, but you also got to be okay with your people being truthful with you. Okay? So just trust in the truth. I, I, I'm okay. Look, I tell my guys, if I make a mistake, you call me on it. Because I'll be the first one to say I'm sorry. I'll be the first one to, to apologize if I make a mistake. I'm okay. I've always been that way. Always been okay with the truth. If the truth shall set you, right? We all know that. Um, the other thing is, uh, number three, is you got to love the mistakes, it's okay. We talk about failing forward. I mean, there's no way you're getting out of this life mistake-free. Y'all get that? You're, you're, it's, it's okay that you're going to make mistakes. So as a leader, you got to get mentally tough enough to be okay with the mistakes. You're going to fail forward consistently all the time. You're, you make a mistake, you fall down, you dust yourself back off, and you go for it again one more time. You give it a shot one more time, and you don't ever, ever let up. Number four, build great leaders. So the reason why you're going to build, you're going to uh, become a leader, is so that you can what? You can build other leaders. That's the way this this business works. So these are principles that hopefully you're thinking about all the time as you're building your Primerica business. I'm, I'm, I'm very interested in recruiting a lot of people, but, but, but I'm also very interested in building a lot of leaders. Last time I checked, it was the leaders that make most of the money, right or right. I mean, it's the leaders. You know, you, I mean, you're one of the leaders up on stage here today, and you're probably making more money than the people that were not up on stage today, right or right. So, 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 it, so I kind of figured it out. As a young man in Primerica, I kind of figured out, what, what are those guys doing up on stage? What are those people doing that I'm not doing? And, and, and I was okay with, hey, look, I'm not going to be perfect at this thing, but I know that if I keep pushing and I keep growing and I keep getting better, I'm going to get there one day. Uh, the, the, the next thing is uh, understand that 
that people are different. You know, we're, we're all built differently. And we're, we all have different mentalities about different things. Now, I do believe that success leaves clues. And so if you're ever going to become successful, you better check out what the other successful people around you are doing. That'll probably get you there a little bit quicker. But, but look, the truth is, is some people get their feelings hurt a little bit easier than others. And, and they're, different, they're different personalities. You know, there's a, there's a website. It's called 16personalities.com. And what, when you go onto this website, you take a test, and it's about 10 minutes long, and you take a test. I think everybody should do it. But, it, but you take a little test, and it tells you what kind of personality you are. And what, I, what I'm trying to, you know, figure out, and my, my, my life is a pursuit of excellence, and my life is just always about trying to get better. I don't have all the answers. I never profess to have all the dang answers. But I just try to get better. And so, so what we've adopted in, in our business is a way to figure out what kind of personalities people have. You know, I mean, instead, instead of me trying to make you like something that you're not, maybe what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to teach you based on who you are uh, versus what I want you to become. You, you, guys, you guys follow me here? So check this out. This next slide is, is, a, is a board that we put up in our office. We I had a big board. One, like, it's kind of like a board like this. And it's all made up. And it's, in, it's hanging in the hall, the, the, the main hall when you come into my office. And what it is, is it shows all the different 16 personalities. And so what it's doing is like, for example... If you're an architect, now you can't read that. I'll read it to you. It says, if you're, an, if you're an architect, you're somebody that's imaginative and a strategic thinker with a plan for everything. Like, that's just what you are. You, you plan everything. You're a planner. So what's kind of nice about it is I could maybe talk your language a little bit. If I know what your personality is, I can maybe talk to you a little bit using your language, not mine. So I might say, hey, we're going to plan today something. We're, we're going we're to we're work out a game plan for how we're going to get you to the next level and take you uh, where you and your family uh, want to go. I mean, I think we could put together a strategic strategy to make this a reality for you. All of a sudden, next thing you know, you're like, man, this, guy's a, this guy, Daniel, man, he knows what he's talking about. And, and, and so next thing you know, you start creating bonds that maybe you didn't have before. You know what I mean? Uh, just all these different people. I mean, you know, you might be a commander. You might be somebody that's bold and imaginative and strong-willed and always finding a way. So if I know you're super strong-willed, maybe I don't want to get in an argument with you. Maybe I don't want to get into a debate with you. You know, there's, there's another one that's called a debater. They're smart and curious thinkers who cannot resist an intellectual challenge. So, you know, be careful because, man, they'll challenge you all day long. But if you know that, then you're not going to get, you're not going to take it personal if you know who that person is. So what we do is we'll have our people uh, go take the test, and then they, and then Karma, you know, we'll all find out what you are, what your test came up to be, and then she'll write your name on the board underneath the category or the personality that you are. And it makes people feel like, hey, they're treating me based on my qualities and my, you know, who I am versus just making it up 
as we go along. And so I hope that helps because, you know, uh, I mean, I, I've been doing this for 20 years. And I think one of the toughest parts of this business is understanding the human condition. And that's what I'm always trying to figure out. I'm always trying to figure out, you know, what, what makes people tick. What makes people excited? What makes people want to move? What makes people want to take that next step, that leap of faith or whatever, with me in this journey? And that's got to be a part of what is important to your future in the business because if you can't get along with other human beings, you know, I tell people all the time, look, if you don't like people, wrong business. Because you're going to have to hang out with a lot of them over the next uh, you know, however long you're here. And so, so embrace the fact, embrace the fact that we are a people business and, and be excited about that. Because, man, you help enough people get where they want to go and you'll get wherever you want to go. I mean, that's, that's just a, that's a slam dunk. So your job is to help people get what they want not necessarily always what you want. I mean, I, 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 mean, I, I came, and that's why I talk about I'm, I'm going I'm to chase the winning. That's all I can control. I can control the winning, especially my own personal winning. I can control. I can't, I can't control other people. You know, one of, the, one of the reasons why me and Karma made a decision early on to get financially independent. I mean, we, 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 we sacrificed. I was driving a, 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 a you know, $10,000 maxima when I was making $300,000 a year. Now, some of you say, I, I would never do that, but we did that. We lived in a little tiny 1,200-square-foot condo for a long time. And now, I, again, I'm not saying that's for everybody. I'm just saying that was our decision because our mortgage was $700. I think that was with taxes and insurance. It was like $700 a month. So, I mean, we were making $30,000 a month, and our outgo was three grand a month. And we're not huge eaters, so... You know, I saved a lot in groceries. And so, so all of our money was just piling on, piling on. And I was a good architect, <coughs> excuse me, of, of our money. And so, so I, I had, uh, I use Quicken. I use a, I've always used a money management software. And, uh, and I, I remember, I mean, I went this far. Is I would, I would, every time I would spend money on my credit card, I would deduct it at the end of the night. I would deduct that amount like I would if I wrote a check, okay? I would deduct it out of the account, so therefore, I've never, I'm 43 years old, I've never paid a finance charge on a credit card, and I only really use credit cards most of the time, but the reason why I use credit cards, some people say, well, I never use a credit card. I think that's not that smart, honestly, because the credit card allows you to track your expenses, and it more easily allows you to write off all of your business expenses, which again is another reason why we were able to get financially independent so fast is because we monitored our expenses so closely. And we were able to, to write off, I mean, we paid very, very little in tax. We were making three, four $400,000 a year. We paid very, very little in taxes. 
because we were so financially, uh, you know, wise about write-offs and organizational skills and things like that. So, so I, I had my reports. I'd turn it into my tax guy, CPA, say, here you go. And he knew everything. I already knew I was going to pay very little in taxes when I gave him my report. So, uh, so does that kind of make sense? I don't know. I don't want to get too detailed with you guys, but I ju I'm just saying that, that, that you got to play this game the right way. Oh, oh, but what I was going to say is that, is that the reason why we, uh, we were so focused on getting financially independent, because, look, people are volatile. People do crazy stuff, man. I mean, I, look, I, I love our people. I, I want them to win. I'm all, man, I'm committed to you. I want to help you win. I'm going to give you everything I got. But look, you, if you decide to go wreck your life, I mean, I, look, I can't do nothing about that. I got to be okay. So I, so I basically put on my oxygen mask for my family first, okay? Then I went and did the things that we wanted to do, right? Once I knew my family was safe, was on their own island where we're okay if the whole world blows up and my family's okay. I, that's, hey, look, I, that was my commitment to my wife, to my children, that I'm going to make sure financially we are okay no matter what. And that just compounded through the years. I mean, you know, uh, a piece of advice that I got early on is, is look, I mean, uh, you, you, better, you, you better make good choices about your money because you, there's no guarantee of nothing. Like now, I think Primerica will be around for another 400 years. But look, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. We none of us do. You should be looking at this opportunity as a way to get free and get financially taken care of for the rest of your entire life, no matter what happens to the world. Don't take it for granted. Don't, don't act like it's going to be here forever. Don't act, lax, I, I call it lackadaisical. See, I'm not lackadaisical, but I had a sense of urgency. I want to get this thing done now so I can live the rest of my life with freedom. Making any sense, guys, huh? Uh, so, look, the, the other thing, number six, hold yourself and others accountable. We talked about that today. Accountability is critical, critical to your life. Number seven, uh, don't worry about looking good. Worry about achieving the goal. Okay? Don't worry about just looking good all the time. Worry about doing the right thing and winning and achieving whatever the goal you set out to get to. That's your job. That's your focus. So, so every day you get up, right, don't worry about, you know, if somebody, look, I mean, if you get criticized by somebody, don't, 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 be, don't worry about whether they slighted you or they forgot to recognize you at the event. Don't, don't think like that. Just worry about achieving the goal. Don't worry about looking, just looking good. I mean, think, think about, look, I got to go win. Right? Winning does not always look good. It's not always perfect when you're, when, when you're winning. There's a lot of ups and downs. There's a lot of adversities. There's a lot of pie in the face. There's a lot of stuff that's going to happen. But, you, but you, if you know and you're, you say, no, 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 no. My eye's on the ball. My, my eye's on that. My eye's on the prize, man. The prize is financial independence. The prize is freedom. I mean, everybody says around primary, like, freedom lives here. No, freedom don't live here yet for you, most of you in the room. 
Sounds good, though, right? Whoever made that up, right? Freedom lives here! Well, not really yet. But it can. It can. And it will. Eventually, you do the things that you're supposed to do. So keep the eye on the prize, man. Because, look, I, I was telling uh, Jake's group last night, I said, look, man, you're going to come to a lot of meetings. Right? If you don't like meetings, you're in the wrong business. This is a meeting. You got to come to meetings. You got to learn. You got to get better. You got to grow. I liked how Bill said, look, meetings are about, about building a team. It's about building an organization. It's about building distribution. It's not always just about what you're going to learn. A lot of the stuff we talk about, you already heard before. You're like, I know that. I know that. But hey, look, you're here to grow. You're here to get big. Focus on that. Don't worry about all the other noise. The uh, really great movie uh, I don't know if you've ever seen uh, Wimbledon, uh, that, that tennis movie. And at the end, you know, he's like, he's kind of freaking out a little bit. You know, things are like, I mean, he's getting real nervous and he's getting scared. And, he, and he's like, don't choke, don't choke. And first of all, don't say, don't choke, all right? Because that, that's like, you're going to choke if you say don't choke. But anyway, he's like, don't choke, don't choke, don't do it, man. And, 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 and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, he catches the ball in his hand. And it's just this, like, it was just like it stopped. It was like there was silence. And he caught the ball. And from that moment, he knew that he was, he was focused. He knew that he was going to get the job done. Some of you, every now and then, you got to get really silent. And you got to get really focused you got to take a look at what that big why is. And you got to know that you're going to do everything in your power to get there. But you got to know, I, I can't get distracted. I got to put my blinders on. I can't worry about what that guy says, what that lady says. I can't worry about that. You know, I can't be like going around changing. You know, that's why I'm, I don't come here to give you my presentation. Because you don't want to be changing stuff all the time. That's stuff I, I, I never really did a whole lot of changing. My presentation is very similar to what it was 20 years ago almost. I mean, it's very, very similar in a lot of aspects. I know it works, so I ain't going to break what ain't, you know, what, what's not broken, you know. But you got to put those blinders on. And you got to put yourself in that mental Thinking that says, ain't nothing's going to stop me. Not, not, not some bad thing that somebody said. This person slighted me. This person pissed me off. They made me mad. Right? You just got to keep your head down and stay focused. The next one is, uh, is train and test your team's offense. We do a lot of testing in our, uh, in, in our base shop. Right? We test our people on Saturday morning. So we'll have them come up and you know, I'll throw them out some objections or we'll give us a part of the presentation. My presentation's broken down in a lot of different modules, so it's easy, easy to, to duplicate and transfer. Uh, but people need to know those different modules within the presentation. And so we'll have them come up, and then they'll share something. We're constantly testing. We're constantly training. We're constantly making sure that people are, are, are good at the business. Because the one reason, bless you, the one reason... It, it, that people are going to quit is because they don't have the skill. They literally, they go out there time after time after time, and they don't, uh, and, and they don't know what to do, or they get flustered. 
And somebody asks them, you know, they give them an objection, and they don't know what to say. And so, and so what happens is they think that it's Primerica that doesn't work, but it's really not Primerica that doesn't work. It's just they, they just did it wrong, right? And so, so think about this, okay? You're, you're, you're trying, uh, you know, when you do Primerica, I mean, there's a right way to do it, and there's a wrong way to do it. If I call you up on the phone and I say, hey, look, I'd like to come and see you. I want to sell you some life insurance and mutual funds. Well, I mean, how, 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 how's my success rate going to do? You know, not as good, okay? So we don't do that. But yet, but yet, do you realize that a lot of, I'm not saying this team, but I'm saying a lot of people in Primerica, they, they, because they don't train their people, their people are actually going out and saying, do you want life insurance? I got life insurance to sell you right here in my bag. I just got a lot of life insurance. I need to sell it. And so, and, and so, and we do, and they go out there, but see, we don't see them do that because, of course, we wouldn't let them do that. But, but, but they go out and they do that, and then they get killed, right, mentally. And, and, and they don't know, and they, so they got to blame it on something because the ego is so gigantic, right? And by the way, I don't think this is in here, but ego keeps you broke, okay? Please write that down, okay? And one of my missions in life is to tell people to just ease up on their egos, man. That's what kills you, kills your business, your life, your every, I've seen, I mean, just countless casualties in that area, because people, uh, people just have such big egos. And, and I tell you, I mean, I, I'm, I feel very lucky. And, and I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe it's because I didn't have, you know, maybe some of my upbringing was a little tougher and, and, and some different situations and father figures and stuff like that. You know, I, I, I've, I've been very fortunate that, uh, you know, that, that me and Karma have been very humble to leadership. You know, we're, we, we've been totally coachable. I mean, we, we do what we're supposed to do. I mean, you know, early on, Hector would tell me to do this. He'd tell me to do that or whoever it was, whatever leader we were with. I mean, we just, we, we were just very, very coachable. And it's amazing. Like, like I figured, like, why would I not want to take advice from that guy? Like, that, and, and, and I, I saw, I mean, the first night I ever went to a meeting, I looked at the guy and I said, look, I mean, I look nothing like him, but he makes 400000 I don't. I'd like to make, anybody want to make $400,000 a year? I mean, it's a good start, right? Just a good start. But everybody would like, I'm just like, wait a minute. Why would I not listen to that guy and follow what that guy or gal is telling me? That's like the easiest way for me. So just lessen the ego. Let it go. Hum, right? Be humble. There's like a good song out there now too, right, that tells you to be humble. Number nine. All right, we talked about high standards, right? Number 10, remember the 80-20 rule and what the key 20 is, okay? Do you know the 80-20 rule? Do you know that you're going to get 80% 80 of your production from the, those top 20% in your life? So, so are you spending time? Are you spending, I'm not saying you got to spend time with everybody, but are you spending the majority of your time with the 80% or are you spending the majority of your time with the top 20%? So go find some top 20 percenters and, and be on them like white on rice. You're with them every day. 
building relationships. Look, I, I, I'll tell you why Blake was successful. I, I mean, Lynn, uh, you know, uh, she just talked about it right now. It's because they did everything with their people. They had him over the house. He was willing to sacrifice and give up time with his family for his team. He was willing to, to, to pay that price, do whatever it took to get the dang job done. And he did that. And she uh, you know, supported that, which is half the battle. And so that, just, that's why they were successful. And so they spent time with those top 20% people. But those are the winners. Find those people and love all over them. Give them everything you got. Do what you got to do to help them uh, succeed too. Number 11, man, this is so hard, but don't try to please everyone. You know, I'm sorry, but you're not going to make everybody happy. Leadership is, is, is a complicated situation because we're having to deal with complicated personalities and complicated people. With, with, with all kinds of backgrounds, with all kinds of preconceived notions, with all kinds of baggage coming along, and we got to deal with all that. But, but you can't make, if I go into a situation and I say, man, I, I, I just want to make everybody happy, I can't do that. I, I'm just not good enough to make everybody happy. So I got to use my best judgment. I got to do the best I can do. I got to be all that I can be. To, to, to do my best to make the right decision at the right time. That's why I'm telling you, y'all want to you know, mess up your business and your life is take things personal or, or, or always be critiquing everything or ever, always be analyzing every word or every situation. You can't do that. That'll just drive you nuts. I mean, it's like, it's like watching your mutual fund grow. Ever try to do that before? Like you're, I made 32 cents. And so, so you got to do what you could do, and you have to be brave enough to call the play and keep calling the play and keep getting better, even though that person got mad and that person criticized you and those people are talking in the back of the room. You just got to keep going forward. You just got to keep getting better. You just got to keep trusting that you're going to make the right decision. It's okay. Believe me, you will survive when people criticize you or they get upset with you or they say something bad about you behind your back. It happens. It will happen. It's inevitable. So be brave enough, tough enough, mentally tough enough to endure and to continue on even in light of those situations. Can, can I get a yes is yes, all right? All right, <laughs> good. All right, and then the last thing, look, I mean, we, we are in the house of God right now, but you better trust in God, okay? Because, uh, well, that, I, I thank you for the amen, that one person up there. I appreciate that. But, but, but we, better, we, we better have some of this in our life. We better decide that the trust in God is better than no trust in God. I mean, we, we, I mean, we just, we just got to have some dang faith that it's going to work out. You know, I mean, me and Carmen, you know, I, remember, I, always, I always used to pray to God when I was, I mean, I always pray even to this day, but especially I always remember as a young child, always praying to God. I'm like, God, if you could just keep me around for a few years, I promise I'm going to do some good things. 
I mean, I really, I mean, that, that was my prayer because I, I didn't know, I mean, probably just some of the things I went through. I, I, I wasn't even sure if I was going to make it until to, to, 30 years old. I mean, you guys look at me today, and I'm who I am today, but this is not who I was 20 years ago. I was one of the bad boys in school. I mean, me and, my, me and the principal, we were like this. We were close. And, uh, and, and so I look back, and I look at all the different things we went through, but I think it, it was the trust in God that, that, that kept me kind of where I needed to be. You know, my, my grandmother, she used to work for the Optimist Club. Now, I don't, I'm sure they have those out here too, but, but it was, they're real big in California. We have a big club called the Optimist Club, and, and, uh, and that's probably where I got a lot of the basis of my faith is through my grandmother. But I just, I mean, that, that was just a big part of what kind of drove me and karma, growing up, praying, knowing that, that, that there was a, a higher calling in our life. And that we, I wasn't, and, and, I, and for some reason, I just felt like, man, I, you know, and I'd look around people and the way that they would live, and, and, and you know, not to, to judge anybody, but I, I just, I used to think about it. I said, wait a minute, man, I mean, get up, go to the job, work all day, eat, work all day, come home, eat again, watch some TV, eat some ice cream, go to bed, get up in the morning, eat, go to work, eat, go home, eat, and it's like, it's just, that's it, that's it, like that, that's, that's why God, that's why God put me here, that, I mean, that, that's it, that's his grand plan for me, I, I it just, I wasn't buying that, I believe that there has to be more, and I and and I and I and I don't know what it thank you, thank you. I don't know I don't know what that is exactly for each and every one of you. I, mean, I, I don't know if you're gonna make a million dollars or you're not gonna I don't know about all that. But what I do know, there's no question in my mind that we can make such a powerful, powerful difference in America. I mean, I, I, I believe America needs Primerica. I believe that. I really believe that. Because, because America is hurting right now. America is devastated right now. America has a lot of problems, a lot of challenges in, 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 in America right now. A lot of different challenges. I, I, I think that there's just too much negativity out there. And I think Primerica is that one kind of light, man. I mean, I, you know, I, I don't know if this is true, uh, but I heard a story a long time. Bill probably tell me whether it's true or not, but it was when, you know, Art Williams was flying in the airplane and, and all the, the bunch of his top guys were with them, and somebody said, man, I don't know if you, you know, that would be dangerous. What if the plane goes down? Your whole company's gone. He said, no, man. 
We're a company of destiny. God's got us. We're supposed to be here. This is a company of destiny. This is a company that was put on earth for us to make a major difference in countless hundreds and hundreds of millions of people's lives. Jump on board with us. Come on, man. Let's do this. Let's make this happen. Let's go for it. Let's go all in. No more toe in the water. Let's go all in with everything we got. Let's dream bigger than ever, but let's do it now. God bless you. Thank you.